Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good morning, everybody. This is Jeremy Evans, your host of Believe in Sports Law via the Believe Podcast Network. This is episode two of season two, and here we are in 2020. And today's topic is on the Houston Astros and the discipline that was just handed down by Commissioner Rob Manfred of Major League Baseball. So we'll get right into this today. This is uh, such an interesting topic, and I know this is something that a lot of folks have been um, sort of waiting to hear about and waiting to see how it was going to play out. So, you know, here we are, and uh, this is the thing about discipline. It's it's so interesting in terms of how it plays out and how it's implemented. And so, uh, you know, a few initial thoughts is, you know, it it is interesting that I I had written an article for uh, Sports Radio America on this same topic, and um, it was happened to be the eighty sixth article that I've written for that particular platform. I just sort of thought it was ironic that it was the 86th article. And of course the old terminology of, um, you know, being 86 in terms of being kicked out or disciplined for something. So I, I, I thought that was at least on a lighter side, somewhat, uh, ironic. Um, but, uh, as you probably know now, the letter by Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, was released. And uh, that letter, I believe, came out today, the 13th of January. And the letter essentially laid out um, some pretty significant punishment. And the punishments for were for uh, the general manager of the Houston Astros, uh, Jeff Ludlow, the manager, A.J. Hinch, and then um, there was uh, another individual, uh, Br- Brandon Tobman, but he was already um, on uh, on leave, basically disciplined for his engagement with a female reporter uh, during the playoffs. But um, uh, basically those folks, uh, well, Brandon is essentially now um, banned for life. He's on the permanent sort of uh, permanent list. Hinch and Ludlow both have a year suspension, and then immediately after them getting, um, you know, basically suspended, they were both fired by Jim Crane, the owner of the Houston Astros. And there's an ongoing investigation of Alex Cora, who is who was a bench coach for Hinch uh, during the 2017 World Series and during that season, and is now the manager of the Boston Red Sox, and he's under investigation for both his involvement with the Astros and also his involvement in a scandal with the Boston Red Sox. So the whole point here is is that the Astros are in trouble and got in trouble, specific individuals anyway, for using technology to uh, cheat, to basically find the signs of the catcher uh, given to the pitcher during a game. And the Astros did this through a camera out in center field. They did this through the uh, basically asking for that camera to go live feed uh, so that they could watch it in real time and then relay those signs to the hitter. And this was generally done through either 
uh, banging of trash cans, whistling, whatever it might be. And then the other part of it was that there was a room sort of in the back that was used and was supposed to be the sort of challenge room as you go in and you make a challenge to a certain play or whatever it might be that an umpire called. And so um, this room was essentially used to sort of monitor some of this stuff. And this report sort of came out. And as it turns out, I guess A.J. Hinch um, obviously had a problem with this and he had um, – his response to it was, I think he destroyed the camera a couple times, uh, but no official action was taken. No official policy was implemented or anything beyond that. And of course, Ludlow denies knowing about it. Although I believe the evidence showed that there was a couple emails he received that referenced uh, this technology program they were using to steal signs. And this report also came out that uh, Alex Cora was essentially the culprit of it. He came up with the plan and implemented it uh, with other folks. Now, the problem with all this is that, you know, a couple things. One is, is that this is the most significant punishment that's been handed out to a team of personnel in Major League Baseball since the 1919 Black Sox scandal, which was all about, um, which was lifetime banishment for those players, all about throwing the World Series. And of, of course, they lost the World Series. And then the next is sort of Pete Rose and, um, his lifetime banishment for um, gambling and betting on his own games while managing and playing. So needless to say, America's pastime definitely took a hit today. Uh, and it's been taking a hit over the last, you know, six, seven months, uh, particularly since this scandal sort of come to light. But uh, here we are. Now, of course, from the second part I want to mention is from a league standpoint, in 2017, Major League Baseball, particularly uh, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, instituted uh, some rules. And, uh, you know, obviously with technology advancing and people using technology to sort of assist their daily lives, not surprisingly, Major League Baseball and its players and its coaches um, sort of have used technology to advance the game and advanced statistical analysis of the game and all the other stuff, advanced broadcast. But these rules were passed in 2017 that essentially said you cannot use technology to uh, aid the team in winning and aid the team in sort of beating another team, uh, specifically with regard to in-game action. So, you know, can't use video live stream and relay those things to your Apple Watch or to another coach. You can't use it, you know, do it using trash cans, whatever it may be. But the fact is, is the rules in 2017 specifically said you cannot use technology to take advantage in game over another team. And that, um, of course, is the heart of the issue in the letter and in the scandal in general uh, with regard to, uh, you know, what's happened here. So um, all that being said, uh, Manfred, you know, as it came down with the uh, discipline, as we've talked about. And uh, we'll sort of see how this plays out. Now, despite having admitted and or discovered written uh, and or spoken knowledge of the technology program, and whether how, however detailed that was or not, um, you know, ultimately leadership in both the Astros and then potentially in the Red Sox organizations were culpable or um, at least should have known. And that was the standard that the commissioner's office used. So, of course, with all that being said, some onlookers are not satisfied. Obviously, there's been a lot of tweets about this. There's been a lot of conversation about this in terms of, 
you know, should more have been done? Larger fine, removal of the championship, you know, the World Series. And uh, that's what we're going to get into. We're going to talk about uh, those three things. But before we do that, let's take a quick advertisement break. It's 2020. We're heading into a new year, and for the first time in a long time, the Patriots aren't making the Super Bowl. So what's your next pick? Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all, from the NBA to the Premier League. They've got odds on the UFC with everybody's favorite nuisance, Irish nuisance fighting on the 18th. Obviously, Conor McGregor there. Things are about to get exciting. My bookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you will get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is to use our promotion uh, promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. So folks, that was uh, the advertisement for this week. And now we'll get back to the show. Particularly three things that are that the Major League Baseball uh league office decided not to do and will unlikely do for the future when with regard to the Astros discipline and frankly with regard to the potential Red Sox discipline as we move through uh, time and space here. So the first is removal of a World Series championship. As much as folks would want to see that happen, it's just not going to happen. Um, despite the fact that an entire organization in the Los Angeles Dodgers and an entire fan base as being left wanting more. Removal of a World Series ring is so far-fetched, uh, would have to be proven through significant evidence. You know, X led to Y or something. You know, this thing led to a winning season. But of course, the Astros in 2017, I think won 100 and I think won games. Dodgers, I think won 104. Or was it 107? I forget what it was. That might have been um, vice versa. But, you know, it was over 100 games, and the team was really good. Both teams were really good, frankly. Um, now, of course, there's some specific facts with regard to, you know, was, you know, Hugh Darvish, you know, tipping his pitches. Uh, did Clayton Kershaw get hit, you know, pretty hard because of, you know, tipping pitches and, and or stealing signs? And, um, you know, Brandon Morrow, a former, former reliever of the Dodgers, he got pretty hit pretty hard. Now, of course, leading into these games, all three of those pitchers were on pretty, uh, pretty good hot streaks. I think Kershaw had pitched seven, in, seven innings, um, no run ball, uh, with eleven strikeouts in Game One of the World Series in 2017. But of course, you know, look, uh, times change, and um, you know, players go through sort of streaks and whatnot. And um, but the point here is, is that you know, you really need direct proof, not conjecture or feeling or some statistics or some facts, particularly the sort of the home and the way splits. I think the Astros were eight and one at home during the playoffs. I mean, those are obviously factors that go into deciding discipline, but they don't necessarily prove that it that it won the World Series, right? There's so many other decisions and things that that could have happened or didn't happen. Um, 
whether or not they were stealing signs, and whether or not those signs led to a victory. There's just too much in between all of that to really determine definitively what happened. Is it bad? It's terrible? Absolutely. Um, and frankly, as, as the hometown team with the Dodgers here in L.A., um, obviously I've got my passions and loyalties as well. But, you know, like Vince Scully says, I don't want to be a homer. The problem is, is that uh, this has to be implemented uh, without bias. And, um, and I think the commissioner has done a good job of that. And we'll get into some things that probably could have been done in addition, but sort of for now, um, that's sort of where it's at. And I, I forgot to mention earlier that the other part of this is that the Astros lost, lost draft picks in addition to suspensions, in addition to the fines. So, or the fine, I guess, rather in the singular. But, um, you know, again, we're just never going to know unless it was just clearly, as the old saying, a smoking gun. Now, of course, does cheating create the appearance of impropriety? Absolutely. And that warrants punishment, but it does not warrant removal of a World Series championship. And frankly, let's be honest, sports history has shown that removal is almost never warranted and that history itself is judge and judgment. So the second part here is lifetime ban. Of course, Brandon Taubman, the assistant general manager of the Astros, did get a lifetime ban, but that was based on his past involvement uh, in treatment of a female reporter. Now, lifetime bans are for culpable behavior or serious negligence, and that's just not the case here. You know, when you're looking at, like, let's say this is an extreme example, but Joe Paterno, right, with uh, Penn State, formerly with Penn State, he was held to be uh, liable because he had direct evidence and, frankly, just did not do anything. And, of course, um, uh, child molestation is obviously a, a far larger and more important issue than, uh, than cheating and a more significant issue uh, and a more damaging issue. But that being said, it's just evidence of you know culpable behavior or serious negligence. And at least with, with Major League Baseball, they did not find that in this circumstance. There was this idea that they know they knew or should have known there was some actions taken, but not enough. Um, but ultimately, you know, sort of we have uh, a punishment has to fit the crime, so to speak. So now the evidence here shows that although management knew of the scheme or should have known, uh, they did not implement or or um, encourage the use of technology to aid in winning baseball games. Of course, that's different for Alex Cora current manager of the Red Sox and former manager of the Houston Astros, because he clearly, at least from what the evidence that's been put out there so far, is that he uh, implemented and uh, thought up of the idea. So we'll sort of see what happens uh, with regard to Cora. I would not be surprised if he received um, a significant ban. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a lifetime ban, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and of course, after the uh, dismissals, one-year uh, sort of um, suspensions for Ludlow and Hinch, uh, they were promptly fired by Houston Astros owner Jim Crane. So, uh, which I think I think was probably a smart move. Lastly, but not the least, is significant uh, financial fine or recovery. You know, if you noticed, uh, Commissioner Manfred uh, was limited pursuant to MLB rules to a five five million dollar fine. Significant, but not as significant as it could have been. I read an article by Bill Plasky in the LA Times that um, the uh, Astros gained about $66 million in revenue post-World uh, Series. 
uh, based, you know, based on popularity, based on TV dollars, whatever it might be. So that's significant, right? And obviously $5 million is not $66 million. And sports organizations do gain significant revenue from winning championships. That's clear, especially the World Series. Um, but a more significant fine, again, is limited by the rules. And practically speaking, it's almost impossible to determine how much the technology helped win games. You know, we can have conjecture and talk about, you know, home and away splits and that sort of thing, but it's not guaranteed. It's not like a, you know, smoking gun, so to speak, of this led to this. Did cheating help? Yes. But, you know, again, you know, looking from Manfred's stand, you know, standpoint, very difficult to both claw back money um, and, um, and of course, uh, take away a championship ring. I mean, I think, frankly, the two are inextricably, inextricably connected, you know, both money and uh, championships. You know, it's hard to sort of prove to reach that level to take those things away. Um, the last sort of part in this, and then we'll close up uh, today's episode, is that the one sort of remaining question on everybody's collective mind, the public sort of collective mind, uh, collective mind is, why were ownership and the players alike not punished? And um, now of course, the letter did mention Astros owner Jim Crane, the letter from uh, Manfred, as not being culpable um, and that he specifically, I guess, um, engaged with management to not cheat uh, based on the new rules, um, you know, with the use of technology. So it looks like he did take some action. But again, I think people are going to continue to question why the players were not punished and why the ownership was not punished. Uh, maybe this has something to do with the Players Association. Maybe it has something to do with the players moving on to different teams. Um, you know, again, I think from a standpoint of management, management probably going to be more culpable in this sense because they particularly were the ones, at least from the evidence out there, um, were the ones to implement it. So... Um, that all being said, um, it, it was an important day for major league baseball, uh, in an effort to try to clean up, um, the beloved game of, uh, of baseball. So folks, that's it, uh, for this week. Uh, this was episode two of season two and was happy to be here with you and, um, be back next week and looking forward to, uh, to that. Thank you so much for listening. Again, this is Jeremy Evans, your host of Believe in Sports Law. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.